What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Mo back here with another episode of the OD Sportscast. Again, again, I know we've been, I've dilly doubted, said it a bunch of times about the, we haven't been consistent, we know, we get it. I'm not going to go into it. We're just going to get right to the episode. Today's episode, uh, I just wanted to really talk about this week 15 because it was an exciting week. We had some really, really good games, then we had some, some blowouts, we had some, uh, <laughs> you know some unexpected uh winners this weekend you know i just want to go through each one of the games and just talk about you know how i how i personally feel these tunes are doing how it's looking for their future uh whether that's playoffs or off season because you know some teams are just not going to be in the playoffs they've just been eliminated and you know just general, general thoughts about the way the teams played so we're going to get right into it we're going to start off right in thursday night football the chargers and the raiders Really good game, Justin Herbert. He is just amazing. You know, he is the he is truly the quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. Like, I mean, I don't, I never really personally was had anything against Philip Rivers. I'm really glad he's out there in Indianapolis and succeeding. But you know, just him and the Chargers lately it just was not working, and they pretty much just found their guy for like the next 15 years, and it's awesome. But yeah, Justin Herbert, he just looks so, so good out there. And then the receivers they have in the team, man, Keenan Allen, underrated. I personally think he's a top five receiver. And then they got Mike Williams, and then he's this rookie, Jalen Guyton coming in, and then they have Tyron Johnson. It's just, and of course, Hunter Henry. I don't know if they're going to keep him. Uh, probably not. But, you know, there's just, there's a lot going on with that offense. And then even defensively, you know, they're not that terrible. They've dealt with some injuries. Joey Bosa is injured. Melvin Ingram's injured. So, I mean, of course, Durbin James is out for the season. So once they get those guys back, like, this Chargers team can actually be legit. You know, most likely going to have to get a new coach. Uh, I like Anthony Lynn. You know, personally, I I don't think he's terrible. But, you know, it's, it's just when you see the... <laughs> When it's your team has no timeouts and you're trying to score right before the sec, right before the end of the uh, second quarter, and you decide to run the football, um, yeah, I don't think that's a very good idea. Uh, there's clearly some disconnect there that makes no goddamn sense. Why would you run the football and then try to run your special teams unit on? Like, why would you run the football? Like, why did you think that was gonna work? So, you know, just some of the boneheaded mistakes, and we all know this Charger team with special teams just been god awful. And then they literally are a team that keeps shooting themselves in the foot. And even this game, you know, they <laughs> they had the opportunities to win, and then their freaking kicker goes and missed two field goals in like the final five minutes. It's just like, come on. Luckily, they managed to pull it out in overtime. But like, if this Raiders team was, if Derek Carr was did not get injured, they probably win. Like, to be honest, not that Mariota. Mariota. Mariota was good. That, that was one of the great things about this game. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I we joke on Mariota all the time, but Marcus Mariota actually looked pretty damn good out there. And, you know, I don't know if that's just him coming back and just saying, fuck it, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to show these motherfuckers that I can still play. You know, whether it's, it's uh, you know, just the Raiders offense has always been good and maybe Gruden is just scheming this guy up and giving him great plays and stuff like that. Giving him uh, good reads and, you know, he was making the correct uh, plays here and there. I don't know, but either way, like he just came out there and looked like he belonged. Like it, <laughs> it, it was really amazing. And uh, you know, it could bring up something. Like maybe Mariota gets. Uh, I believe he's here for another year, so I mean, it's probably not gonna get anything like soon. But you know, if maybe you got coming afterwards, like he could be a chance to redeem himself as a starter, or maybe even uh, you know, be another team's backup and get another job there. 
you know, or maybe he can even stay here and take over Derek Carr's job. I don't know, but uh, I don't. I was never been a big big fan of Derek Carr, but uh, you know, it's just sometimes you just you just have those those boneheaded games like you know against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, I I, I know it was just one of, it was just one of those games that they just were not clicking, but it was that's just that's just what you're gonna get with Derek Carr sometimes, you know. So I mean, there's a chance Mariota probably takes the job. I don't really think that would happen. They're probably just gonna stay with Derek Carr here, but you know, it was it was pretty cool to see him come back and actually do pretty well. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much to go into with this game. I mean, it was kind of what the way you expected. Uh, Chargers, you know, they, they look pretty good out there. Uh, Raiders, you know, after getting burned to the Colts uh, rushing game the previous week, they came back here and said, you know what, we're not going to let them run on us. And uh, they succeeded in that, you know. Uh, Chargers didn't do too well running the football. But, uh, you know, just because you do that doesn't mean your defense is going to be able to stop. You know, you got to stop the pass too, you know. <laughs> like you got to play defense somewhere. And they, uh, as Raiders team, got to figure out that defense if they want to go anywhere. You know, there's, you know, obviously if you listen to this uh, podcast, you know, I was shitting on this Raiders before the season. And my God, was I wrong? Because they proved me wrong. And then they came out hot. But like previous years, they start off hot and then they just fizzle out. And you now we're seeing this Raiders team feels a lot. Went from six and three to seven and seven. It's like, you know, it's a little sad. And that one of those wins was against the Jets, which they probably should have lost had Greg Williams, you know, actually played, did the smart thing and tried not to tank and played prevent defense. But uh, yeah, I don't know. They they're gonna have to get that defense situated. They're definitely not making the playoffs at this rate because you got the Ravens two games ahead of them, and then you have. The Dolphins two games ahead of them. I mean, they do have a tough matchup coming up with Miami. Uh, I do, I personally do think they will win that game. I know Miami has been pretty tough defensively. I think the Raiders, uh, you know, they're, they're gonna fight tough. They're not. It's, it's just gonna be one of those games where uh, they're gonna try their best to do, to play their best on all fronts. And I just Miami like the offense. It's it's their defense is lights out. But the offense is just, uh, I, it's questionable at best. And, I mean, they could probably, I mean, Raiders defense isn't very good. So, I mean, there's a good chance they could take advantage of that. But, uh, I will see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this was a pretty good game. Didn't mean much for playoff implications. Like I said, the Raiders are most likely out of it. Chargers, I mean, they kind of would ruin their draft spot but I mean not really like you don't really care about that they're gonna be picking like probably top 10 top 12 anyways so it's not really that much of a big deal and you know they're only a few pieces away like and a coach from being a legitimately good team now I came into the season thinking the Chargers would probably I think I'd put them right about where they are record wise so you know all they got to do is just get their pieces back Got the right coach, and now they're gonna have a third place, uh, fourth place schedule. So, or maybe third place depends on if they uh, beat the Broncos or not. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to see what this Chargers team brings to us. Uh, moving on next, we have the Bills and Broncos. Now, this man, this is just this is ugly, man. This, the Buffalo Bills are legit. Uh, I want to say this game was more just the Bills just being a really good team 
than it was the Broncos, uh, you know, being a really bad team. Now, the Broncos, they didn't play too well. Drew Locke was okay in this game. Uh, running game was okay. Defense, you know, they did the best they could. I mean, there's a lot of injuries. We all know the Broncos team has a lot of injuries. So, you know, it is what it is. But, man, the Bills are just... They are scary, man. I... <laughs> If there's any team that could probably beat the Chiefs, it's it's probably the Bills. I mean, I know the, the Chiefs managed to take them out earlier in the season, but they've been getting hot these last couple weeks, and you know they're, they're going to be a force in the playoffs, man. You know, Buffalo's gone so long without a playoff win, I, I think they definitely get at least one uh, to come this playoffs wild card weekend. But, yeah, no, the Bills is just on all fronts, man. Josh Allen just looks good. Uh, running game could use some work, but I mean, we got Josh Allen playing as well as he is, and you know, he might he's basically a runner himself, like, can't bring this man down. Uh, Stefan Diggs is amazing, Colt Beasley just having a renaissance in his career, even uh, rookie and Gabriel Davis is making plays, and you know, Dawson Knox is okay tight end, but they you know they still managed to find ways to get him scheme him open and get him uh, the ball a couple times. Overall, man, this team just looks really good, and then they just play tough on defense, you know? And it's like, they're a really good team. If they get that, if they get that edge rusher, and if they get, you know, I'd say a, probably a top-tier tight end, maybe a little better on the O-line, they're, they probably could be the best team in the AFC. Like, I know the Chiefs are the Chiefs, but, you know, the Bills will be the Bills, like, you feel me it's gonna be <laughs> it's just gonna be like they, they they could get the consistency it will be those two teams battling it out for like the next five years like a lot of the Patriots and Colts you know during the Manning and uh, Brady era which I think the Bills ha actually have that potential and it, you know it hurts for me to say this as a New York Jets fan to see the Buffalo Bills and to see Josh Allen and you know those it was always comparison to Josh Allen Sam Darnold I'm like no Sam Darnold's better everybody's like Sam Darnold's better and now it's like well, no, it's very clearly Josh Allen is better. And this Bills organization is better than the Jets organization. And Bills are going to do some great stuff, man. I mean, I really look forward to see what they what they managed to accomplish in the playoffs and in the next couple years because they're legit. There's not much to say. Broncos, on the other hand, again, they have their injuries. But we still – it's still – Jury is still out on Drew Locke. We don't know what it is with this quarterback situation, man. It's like Drew Locke has flashes. Last week against the Panthers, he was balling out. And then he comes this week, and then he just does okay. Now, I would say, I don't think he played bad enough to make his team lose the game. You know, they just got outplayed. Simple as that. They got outplayed. They got outcoached. And ultimately lost the football game. But Drew Locke didn't look terrible. He just... It just wasn't much for him there. Like, <laughs> Bills brought their A game. You know, but again, this this team, you know, they dealt with their injuries on defense. They have their injuries on offense. You know, it's... It's... There's stuff in place. Like, I feel like once they get healthy, you know, obviously, you know, there was a lot of hype going into this team before the season, and now it's just like... Mm. Obviously, we know that Von Miller being out and uh, losing them. Uh... Cortland Sutton as well on offense, you know, definitely a lot of 
injuries that they had here. So we'll see what goes on in the future. But it's like, do you want to stick with Drew Locke? Do you draft a quarterback? I don't really know. I mean, I think I think their team is decent enough where they can take a chance on a flyer quarterback. You know, I don't know if you want to keep Drew Locke and this, you know, draft a quarterback in the first round. If you grab a quarterback in the first round, you're probably getting rid of Drew Locke. Or, you, I mean, it could just be you're letting Drew Locke know, like, hey, you know, play well or we're going to start this other guy. But it's like, do you really want to keep a top 12, top 10, whatever, draft pick quarterback on your bench? You know, it's just it's really stuff they got to figure out. You know, it's, it's like they say, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. So... They're gonna have to make a decision with Drew Locke. He's got two more games to really show us what show us what he's made of, show us what he got. And you know, even if he does play well in those two games, it's like, is, it, is that gonna be the Drew Locke we're gonna see every week? You know, it's just sometimes you just look for consistency, and it's just is it there with Drew Locke? We don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's all there is with the Broncos. Uh, hoping uh, they get healthy and uh, figure it out next season. Obviously, they're uh, out of playoff contention now. But uh, there's, there's probably no chance for them anyways. So moving on to the Packers and the Panthers. Uh, yeah, this was this was a weird game. I mean, Packers came out firing on all fronts and then just like stalled out in the second half. Um, you know, it's... <laughs> I don't want to say it's concerning for the Packers because, I mean, they were dominant. They probably just came into the second half looking, you know, just we're playing conservative, not trying to do too much and just hold on to the lead. But, I mean, I don't know. I do I do think the Packers are a good team, but sometimes you got to look at it like, yeah, sometimes they really do. I understand they're just... They're just their schedule is their schedule, but you know I seen the post and I looked at it and it was the only t- team with a winning record they beat is the Saints. Otherwise, <laughs> they have ten wins against teams that are below .500. Uh, you know, like obviously that could change considering the Vikings still have a chance to get a positive record. The Bears, uh, you know, playing the Jacks probably will end .500. There's a chance they will, or above it. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not too. I wouldn't be too worried about the Packers. I mean, they they're still a tough team. You're never gonna lose. You're never gonna feel too worried about them. You got Aaron Rodgers out there. You know, Devontae Adams playing some of his best football. And uh, Aaron Jones, while he he did slow down for a couple weeks there, he came back alive in this game. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Packers are the Packers. They're gonna do what they can on offense and be as scrappy as they can on defense not much to say is that say about that will it help them make the super bowl uh, i'm not so sure about that now as for the panthers um yeah uh i think it's pretty safe to say they're going to be drafting a quarterback i I don't see Teddy Bridgewater being the answer here. I mean, to be frank, he is a bridge quarterback. I mean, it's in his name. <laughs> yeah, that's a corny joke. But, no, like, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a bridge quarterback. Uh, they're going to have to find their guy here uh, in the draft. 
Will it be Zach Wilson? Will it be Justin Fields? Maybe a Mac Jones? Maybe they go with Trey Lance. Uh, I don't know, but they're gonna have to. They're gonna need to pick one of those guys, cause like Ty just ain't it. I'm also not quite sure why they fired the general manager. I thought he did a pretty decent job with the pieces he brought in, and then did pretty well with the draft, just getting all the defensive players and just saying we're gonna get young on defense, and then we're gonna let these guys grow and develop to the point where they're gonna be a great defense. You know, Brian Burns is looking awesome lately. Jeremy Chin looks like was looking like a great pickup. You know, and then they got a couple of other guys, you know, still pretty, uh, I mean, Derek Brown was their first pick, you know, he hasn't really looked that amazing, but, you know, he's, he's making some plays here and there, some splash plays. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of young players in that defense, and they're going to grow, and they're going to get better, and then eventually you're going to be like, wow, this, this draft that they had in the 2020 season, like, all these guys are playing well, and all these guys are, do, <laughs> are elite, maybe not elite, but you know, maybe they're all doing their job well, and then all of a sudden you got yourself a top 10 defense just from this one draft, so, and then, you know, what they did offensively, getting their pieces, bringing in Teddy Bridgewater as, like, a bridge quarterback, bringing in Robbie Anderson, more pieces there for the offense, trading away, Tri Turner has been pretty damn awful in, in, uh, in, uh, Los Angeles, and getting Russell Okung, who I believe is still injured, or uh, last time I checked, he was injured. I'm not entirely sure. You know, he's probably battled with injuries. But, you know, Russell Okung is, if he gets healthy, he's probably going to be better than what Tri-Turner is. So, I mean, they done they done some pretty great... Th- I thought the GM did pretty pretty good stuff here. I mean, they fired him. Uh, now it's like, I'm not too sure where the direction of this team's going to be going. I mean, it is Matt Rule's team. Hopefully he follows in with Matt Rule and they work together and still kind of go through the philosophy of what they're trying to do with this team but uh yeah I mean we'll see where the Panthers go from here uh best they could do at this point is maybe try to do the best in their draft pick just try to stick where they are I think they're like the fourth pick so you know they're they're a good chance they should have a quarterback fall into their lap you know depends on if they want to go and get their guy because you know they see the Jets there at second maybe the Jets are maybe they want Zach Wilson Maybe they want Justin Fields, and maybe they think the Jets are going to pick him. I don't know. But uh, we'll get back to the Jets with the uh, second pick. That's uh, that's definitely something we're going to talk about here. Yeah, moving on to the next game. We have the Texans and Colts. Man, uh, how many times are the Texans just going to blow away, literally just shoot themselves in the foot in the final seconds of a game against the Colts. (laughs) I mean, it's only happened twice this season, but literally the fact that both times a fumble is what lost them in the game in the final seconds against the Colts is kind of ridiculous. Um, Yeah, yeah. The Texans, I'm not too worried about. I think Deshaun Washington is still who he is. They probably are going to want to grab themselves a receiver. I don't think they bring Will Fuller back. There's, while Deshaun Watson said, you know, he wants him back. It's just, you know, when you have the PED stuff, man, uh, I don't think, uh, you know, the new GM coming in there is going to probably want to pick up, uh, re, 
resign a guy like Fuller. Even though, like, I don't think personally, like, he was trying to, uh, you know, he was trying to purposely go against the substance policy rule. He probably just took something that didn't know that was banned, but, oh yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. But, I mean, yeah, I think they just, they're probably just going to have to grab, they're going to have to grab a receiver. You know, maybe take a flyer on some guy in the second half or, you know, this is a pretty good wide receiver for you to see. You could probably get a better guy than Will Fuller. I mean, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, they're all kind of the same player. Probably want to get somebody a bit more contested catch guy up there for Watson. You know, maybe like a Kenny Galladay or a, a Allen Robinson or something. Or, you know, there's a lot of guys there. I could probably see T.Y. Hilton possibly working out here. Uh, I, think, I don't think the Colts resigned him. So, I mean, they're going to need themselves a receiver, but more more likely they're going to need some help on this defense because this defense is god-awful, and they are not helping Deshaun Watson out at all. And J.J. Watt is probably leaving. Uh, I want to say he's going to want to, I mean... JJ Watt seems like a guy that's gonna be loyal, but it's like, how long can you how long can you deal with the bullshit, man? Like, how long can you deal with the bullshit? Yeah, you know, Houston, is just, they just keep shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, luckily they got rid of the guy who was got rid of the inside man who was doing doing the job. But it's like, where do you go from here, man? You got got hardly any draft capital. You got hardly any cap space. It's it's gonna be tough. But I do think we'll see Houston bounce back because when you have a guy like Deshaun Watson, you're gonna, you can't ever really count that team out, you know. Uh, yeah. That's for Houston. That's for the Colts. Wow. Just <laughs> this team is. You know, I was. I said before the season started that this team was the perfect example of balance. And I said that, in, I, when I said that, I said in the sense of balance as in, like, they're going to be middle of the pack on offense and middle of the pack on defense. But they've kind of moved to, they're still balanced, but it's like, now they're, you know, they're front-loaded on it. Like, they have a good defense, and the offense has been clicking lately, and now they have a good offense. Phil Rivers, man, he's, <laughs> you know, he said it coming in, it was like, wow, you got to put Phil Rivers behind this offensive line. He's gonna make plays, and he's showing that he can still play. Like the Chargers, man, they just always had the trash O line, and you know the coaching probably there has just never been that great. Like we can see it now, Anthony Lynn just isn't the answer. Put him with a guy like Frank Reich. He's got these guys clicking. Jonathan Taylor, man, was a little like a bust early on. Comes back and has a really big game against the Raiders, to my uh, displeasure. Because maybe lose my fantasy, but uh, we're not going to go into that. But yeah, had a really good game against the Raiders, and then comes back and has another good game here against the Texans, and it's just looking so so. Just looking like the prospect everyone thought he was going to be. You know, a lot of people were saying that this was going to be the best running back in the draft, and uh, I mean, he's just, he didn't start off looking like that, but lately he's he's starting to look like it. I mean. Jackie Dobbins is starting to get more reps. Kind of was a layer. You know, unfortunately, he had the injury. Um, I mean, James Robinson, which, I mean, technically, he's probably been the most, he's probably been the best back, but, you know, we want to say in the draft, technically, he was undrafted, so. 
bit. Like, this team is putting stuff together. They're playing great football. Uh, they, I'd say they probably go on the stretch here and win the division. Uh, I think Titans have a tough matchup coming up with, uh, with um, the Packers. And then they have to go up against the Texans. You know, those are not definitely not easy out teams. The Colts have, I think, a bit more favorable schedule. I do think them coming up against the Steelers now. I do think the Steelers probably bounce back in that game. I really don't think they go on such a slump where they end up 11 and 5 or 12 and 4. I mean, maybe they end up 12 and 4 because maybe they win, beat, beat the Colts, lose against the Browns. I don't know, but I don't think they go on such a slump. Look so bad against the Colts this week. I think uh, they probably step it up a bit because they know it's starting to get pretty. They're starting to panic, you know. Uh, but we'll get into that more later. But yeah, no, I think the Colts have a very good chance because the Titans have a bit of a harder schedule. So Colts could probably s- switch it up and take the division. And you know they they're also gonna be pretty a pretty tough out in the playoffs. I mean, you're looking at you know they could go anywhere from fourth fifth sixth seed you know that probably means they get either the browns who they beat i believe they could get the bills or the steelers again you know if they beat the steelers here then they probably get the steelers again uh yeah i mean or they probably even get they probably even face the titans again who knows but I mean, I think all those teams they could easily match up with. Bills may be the toughest of those, but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for this Colts team. Uh, pretty much said it going into the year that it's either them or the Titans are taking the division. It's pretty much neck and neck at this point. We'll see what happens come week 17. Uh, so moving on to the next game here. Uh going to be the Rams and the Jets. <sighs> New York Jets. What the fuck are you doing? <sighs> and you know, I get it. Alright, I get it. Obviously, the players do not want to tank. You gotta, you gotta understand that these players are playing for their jobs. They're playing for their contract. They're playing for a roster spot next year. You know, they can, they're not going to sit here and literally try to throw away the game. But now the coaching staff, you probably have a good reason to throw away the game or maybe not. You know, obviously Adam Gates knows he's not going to be here. So there's no reason to lose and have that on your resume. That you went 0-16. Although, I think after this, it's pretty likely he's not getting another job anywhere. At least not a head coaching job. Maybe he'll get an offensive coordinator. I probably wouldn't, if I was a GM, I wouldn't even hire him. If I was a head coach, I wouldn't even hire him for that. I don't want him anywhere near my organization. But, you know, I mean, I'm happy for the players. I'm happy for some of our rookies. I mean, I see Makai Becton up there on Twitter. He's like, you know, you're so happy. You finally got a win. And you know, all these guys are so happy. But all I sit here as a fan and all I think about is despair. <laughs> because we lost him. 
Trevor Lawrence is gone. <sighs> they really just couldn't keep their eyes on the prize, man. And now we drift into second place. And it's like we had it all. The fame, the, the money, the fortune. Just to have it all just slip through their fingertips. Like, and they couldn't, like, sometimes I just gotta ask myself, you, you wouldn't beat a 9-4 Rams team. Where the fuck was this earlier in the season? Why couldn't we, why couldn't we play anything like this earlier in the season? Like, my god, this Jets team was god-awful for at least, like, eight weeks. And then they finally started playing competitive football. And then they got demolished by the Seahawks. And then they come back and play competitive football again, like... I just don't understand. And then, even still, like, they won this game and they still gave Frank Gore, like, 13 carries. Like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. Obviously, you know, I was a Jets fan. I wanted Trevor Lawrence. Good chance you don't get him at this point. Uh, I'm not too crazy about any of the other prospects, the quarterback. Not a big Justin Fields fan. Zach Wilson is growing on me. You know, I don't think that would be a terrible pick, but it's like, do you want to take a flyer on a guy like Zach Wilson? Or do we want to, you know, get Donald some actual good coaching, put some pieces around him, and see what we have at least for another year? I mean, this is going to be Donald's last year. Good chance after the way he's played, they don't pick up his fifth year option. So this is going to be his last year. So it's like, hey, it's a make it or break it. And then you gotta take a chance on a quarterback in another draft, in next year's draft. But I mean, unless we have another guy that just starts playing really well, I, so I haven't seen any quarterback prospects that look like they might be good in the 2022 draft. So you know, maybe the time to grab the quarterback now, and not later. I don't know. I trust Joe, Doug, Joe Douglas to make the the right choice here. Uh. I mean, I'm getting too much into their draft and now talk about the game itself. I mean, there's not much to say. Like, they played their probably best game all season. They no turnover. They didn't turn over the football. They managed to convert on third down. They actually managed to somewhat successfully run the football. They played great defense. They kept the Rams' offense off the field. Like receivers were catching the ball Donald was spreading the ball out to freaking everybody and Chris Herndon had a couple catches like what I I thought this guy was gonna go off this year and uh you know he didn't and well he did pretty well this this game Jameson Crowder of course even getting Ty Johnson out of nowhere like wow this guy's looking pretty damn good I mean Frank Gore once Frank Gore's gone Ty Johnson and Michael Pirine like I think that's a pretty decent backfield if uh Ty Johnson he's playing like this you know, the rookie Bryce Hall finally gets his first pick. Uh, Marcus May, always looking pretty damn good. Hope they re-sign him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone, defense did their job. Like, everybody was looking pretty good. Uh, now it's nice to have Ficken back in there. He actually knows how to make a couple kicks. So it's like, where do... On all fronts, they played their best football, and it's like... You know, why couldn't we, why couldn't we have this, <laughs> like, many more games in the season? It's, it's just, 
I just don't get it. And you picked probably the worst time to do it. Hey, well, like I said, things happen and, uh, you know, we just got to move forward from it. As for the Rams, uh, what the fuck? Y'all really couldn't beat the 0-13 fucking Jets? Are you serious? Like, we're really serious right now. Jared Goff, you're such a freaking liability, man. I I don't understand what's good with this guy. One week, he'll make you be like, wow, Jared Goff is actually pretty damn good. And then the other week, it's like, yo, Jared Goff, what the actual fuck, dude? Like, can you, are you a quarterback? Can Do you know how to play football? Like, dude, it's just awful. Like, the run game was just, they couldn't get it going. And then they just could not convert their downs and turning the ball over and even this is Rams defense was one of the best in the league and they're just, they're just quiet Jalen Ramsey quiet Aaron Donald I mean he's Aaron Donald you know he got a couple pressures here and there but overall I mean he was, he was pretty quiet like this wasn't wasn't his best game you know it's just like I mean, they just, Rams just straight up just didn't come prepared. I mean, it's probably not anything to worry about. Sometimes it just happens. I mean, any given Sunday, they just were not prepared. They, honestly, they probably looked past the Jets and were like, oh yeah, we got to focus on the Seahawks. You know, this is going to be an easy win. And then that's where, you know, that's where they probably uh, take their L. Too worried about the Seahawks and, uh, and not worrying about the only 13 Jets. But we're going to take L and, uh, well, now it's going to be hard for you guys to win the division, so good job. But yeah, not to worry about the Rams. They'll bounce back. Probably not winning the division at this point, but I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs. And uh, who knows? They might make a splash. Moving on. Still mad we lost Trevor Lawrence. Next, we have the Titans and the Lions. Uh... Yeah, uh, we're not gonna say much about this game either because this game was pretty much what it, what it was. Like both teams were what we all expected. Matthew Stafford did the best he could. The defense did not. Titans uh, went off on offense because the defense was so bad. Ryan Tannehill did his play action, his read options, his uh, play action deep passes, and succeeded. Get, got them the lead. Derek Henry did his thing, you know, babying motherfuckers, sending them to the ground. Both teams were pretty much what we all expected them to be. Yeah, I, I'm honestly gonna leave it at that because like, there's not much to say about this game. I mean, the Lions were the Lions, the Titans were the Titans. Uh, like I say, it's the Titans, uh, they have a tough match coming up against the Packers. Not sure if they'll uh, get the W on this one. I know they did pretty well in this game, but you know, Titans are the kind of team where they have to build that lead in order to really win the game because they have to have their running game working for them. If it doesn't work for them, they won't be able to really come back from that. Man, we saw that what happened with the Browns. They got demolished early on. And then once they started letting the big plays happen with the Browns, they weren't able to catch up. I mean, they almost the Browns almost gave the game away, but I mean, let's be real, it's garbage time. They were playing prevent defense, just doing, keeping everything under them, 
give you everything in front of them just so they wouldn't give up deep plays. And that's led to the Titans getting closer, but it was never really a close game. So, you know, if that happens, then the Titans probably going to lose the football game. You know, but they're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, will they be able to remake the magic they had last year? I don't know, man. Like, the AFC is looking pretty crazy this season. Like, all the teams getting in, like, <laughs> maybe it's something like the Steelers, like, who just, like, every team in the AFC is trending up, except for the Steelers. Everyone, and they're the only ones trending down. <laughs> and it's actually freaking insane. Like, this is probably going to be the craziest AFC playoff race we've seen. Meanwhile, the NFC is just whatever. AFC's probably taking the Super Bowl this year, if I'm being completely honest, because every team there just looks insane. The Chiefs, the Browns, the Titans, the Bills, the Colts, even the Dolphins are making splash plays here and there, and, you know, well, the Dolphins look amazing. I mean, Ravens are also good chance. Ravens also probably take that seven spot, and they're playing great football lately, too, so it's like, it's going to be a crazy, crazy AFC playoff race, man. Uh, moving on, we have the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Uh, Atlanta. How many times are you going to get on your knees and blow leads? Because, honestly, man, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm tired of watching it, man. It's just so... Atlanta, doesn't, Atlanta fans do not deserve this, man. They do not. Like, why... Why is it only you guys? <laughs> like, we thought the Chargers were the guys. And then, you know, Chargers, they came back. You know, they showed that they were competitive. And they stopped losing one-score games. But you guys, I mean, you thought we thought you were trending towards something. And then you come back and let this happen. It's Tom Brady again, no less. Like, it's freaking ridiculous, man. Like, they were up 17-0. They shut out the Buccaneers in the first half. Then we're up 27, 24-7 at one point. And they lost 31-27. It's like, what the hell? Like, how can you guys be so, how can you just give up a lead so bad, man? Uh, I don't know what to do with this Falcons team. It's probably best to move on from Matt Ryan at this point. Probably grab yourself a quarterback again. They, they're foreign. They're gonna. They're probably gonna be picking top eight-ish. Good chance they uh, one of the quarterbacks was there. Get yourself a Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, maybe a Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and just start over. Matt Ryan is not the answer. I mean, he didn't play too bad in this game. You know, obviously in the first half they were cooking, but. But in the second half, man, they Oops. Not sure why that was going on. But, uh... Yeah, no, they... They, uh... They just came second half, and then they just weren't moving the football. Like, that's... That's not acceptable, you know? You gotta... Matt Ryan was just holding on to the ball too long, and just taking sacks, and... Receivers just weren't getting open. It's just, it's just ugly, man. It's just really ugly. I'm, I'm tired of talking about this team. Buccaneers, you know, a lot of the a lot of the talk about them was they were gonna start off slow and 
get hot later on and you know we're all still waiting for them to get hot they just I mean obviously they got hot here in the second half but you know you if it's the playoffs you're not, you're not winning you're not winning against a playoff team like I'm sorry if you have a game where you're starting off like that you're not winning against a playoff team I mean Sheesh they had a similar had a similar thing against the Saints and they did not score points <laughs> when they came in the second half because the Saints are a good team they're a playoff team so they gotta figure some stuff out here they they look awful first half I don't know this was a Super Bowl team I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl to be honest there, there are plenty of better teams in the NFC unless they get their shit together like ASAP they, they're probably a wildcard exit to be honest Alright, moving on to the next game here. We have Jaguars and Ravens. Jaguars. Congratulations. You got Trevor Lawrence. Unless you don't fuck it up. Which, as a Jets fan, I want you to fuck it up. Like, beat the Bears, beat the Colts, one or the other, please. Uh, but no, I mean, <laughs> not much to say about this game. Ravens, uh, they're getting hot. They are finally starting to click here on offense like they were not like they weren't able to do early on in the season. And defense is actually playing better. Uh, they got get, finally got all their guys off of the COVID list because God Lord knows they had their whole damn freaking team on there. And they're getting healthy and they're playing well. I mean, not gonna say much just to beat up on a terrible Jags team, but. It's a terrible Jacks team, so you should beat up on them, and they did that. Uh, one thing I will say is I'm really glad they're starting to feed J.K. Dobbins more. I really think he's gonna he's a good he's good to be the premier back here, and Gus Edwards as a second. Mark Ingram is slowly kind of being phased out here. Either it's a good chance he gets traded or cut during the offseason. It's a little unfortunate, but yeah, that's what the Jags. Like I said, you're getting Trevor Lawrence, unless you don't fuck it up. You know, he's going to... I think either the Jets or the Jags... I know a lot of people are like, oh, Jags are a better place for him, or Jets are a better place for him. I think in both situations, having Trevor Lawrence will be enough to turn the organization around. In, this, in both organizations around. In the sense of... The Jags, I believe, are fired their GM going to probably get a new head coach who's going to want to work with Trevor Lawrence, who's going to get the first overall pick, who's going to inherit the team. You know, that has some pretty decent weapons. I mean, Jags have James Robinson looking pretty good. You got LaVisca Chanel, DJ Chark, Keelan Cole, and a pretty decent offensive line. Got a couple studs there on defense. Miles Jack, uh, CJ Henderson when he gets back from, uh, when he gets healthy again, and Sidney Jones is playing well for them. So, I mean, Jags could turn this thing around pretty, I won't say pretty quickly. Really depends on what they do in free agency. I don't know whether the GM, depends on who they, they really got to make the right GM and coach hire. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, that's what the Jags, they have a lot of cast space. They have a lot of draft picks. Same with the Jets. They have a lot of cast space. They have a lot of draft picks. 
you know, they also have some decent weapons. Denzel Mims, Jameson Crowder, you know, Quentin Williams, and Marcus May on the defense. You know, both teams are very similar. They're very kind of in the same breath. Just that Jags are going to be a more appealing. Whatever team has the first pick is going to be the more appealing spot for head coaches, for Jags case GMs, you know, and whatever coaches that head coach is going to hire to kind of start a new regime here because that's just what's going to happen. So, you know, there's no better place for Trevor Lawrence to go. They're gonna, he's gonna be in a pretty new offense, a new whatever, and whatever side he goes to, and probably be the same head coach or same, like you know, maybe Jacks get the first pick and uh, Brian Dable or uh, uh, Arthur Smith or something is gonna want to go there. Or Jets get the first pick. Not Brian Dable and Arthur Smith are going to want to go there. It's just, it's going to be the same thing regardless. Like, literally the same team right now. <laughs> Except Jets may be a little bit more competitive. But, yeah. Moving on. Patriots and Dolphins. And, man, the Patriots. They, it's weird to, to sit here and say the Patriots are out of the playoffs. But they are officially out. Uh, it hurts me, man, because I like Cam Newton. I want to see his brother succeed, but it's just he just doesn't he just doesn't have it. He just doesn't have it anymore, man. Like I'm sorry to say, and I'm not gonna completely blame him. We all know this New England offense is pretty uh, ripped of talent. They gotta they're gonna have to get some guys in there and find something, figure out something here, because this offense is horrid, man. It's really horrible to watch. And to think about, with mostly the same guys, they were uh, 11 win team, 12 win team last year. Like that's that's insane. But defense was also playing a lot better last year than they were this year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're gonna need to do something about this quarterback situation, man. Because like uh, Cam just. You know, it's like to say, unless, unless you're Lamar Jackson, man, you're probably you're probably not winning the games running running like like not passing the football. And even then, like against the really good teams, you're gonna need to pass the football. You know, they were lucky that Dolphins aren't really an explosive offense. But if Dolphins were an explosive offense, this game would be a way larger gap and you know, it's just like how are you, how are you gonna keep up with that? I mean, like I said, they 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 don't have talent on offense. They're you gotta figure some stuff out. Defense even itself has not been playing, you know, to the level it was. And they they did have a lot of opt outs. I mean, they were probably one of the teams with the most opt outs this year. So you know, we can't completely blame them for that. But yeah, I mean, I must say, in the Patriots, they uh, I. You know, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick, so he's gonna find some way to turn this around. But kind of gotta figure like how, because <laughs> there's there's some really uh, sad stuff going on here in New England. As for the Dolphins, there's some good stuff happening there. I mean, wow, Brian Flores has really turned this team around. Because I did not this team, I did not think this team would get even close to the amount of wins that they have. Like. Holy shit. And like, they started this off with Ryan Fitzpatrick and we're winning games and then they bring in Tua. 
and now that they're still winning games. Uh, I will say that they are, they are a team, they're just, I don't know, like besides a couple of splash plays on defense, Dolphins don't just, they just don't really excite me. Like, it's exciting to see, you know, Brian Flores succeed and Tua doing well and all that stuff, but as overall as a team, like, they just don't, they just don't feel exciting, like, they don't have anybody there I'm, like, excited to watch. And then that's, that's the reason why this team was, like, what I thought it was going to be. It's like, who's on there? It's, like, really exciting to watch. I mean, Xavier Howard is exciting. Like, he was, I love Xavier Howard. Always one of my favorite corners. And, you know, I think he missed all last season. Comes back here and plays his fucking ass off. But, so I'm glad he kind of got the recognition he got. But, uh, other than that, it's like... I mean, you got Kyle Vinoy. It's like, okay, he's played all right. And you have Byron Jones. It's like, okay, he's played all right. You know, and on offense, it's like, okay, you got Tua. Who else is really exciting there? You know, Devontae Parker. You know, he's he had a pretty good season last year, but he was dealing with injuries. And then Mike Kosicki. He's probably the only other person that you probably really excited for. But even that, he's not a super elite tight end. He just makes plays here and there, and it's just like, wow, Mike Kosicki's awesome. And so other than that, it's like, what are you, who are you excited for in this team? Like, that's, <laughs> you know, really like, that you really want to see every Sunday, you know? Uh, I mean, they got a, they're on the seventh seed right now. They uh, have some tough matchups coming up with the Raiders and the Bills. Now, whether or not they'll get lucky enough to have the Bills sit their starters. If they don't, they're probably going to miss the playoffs because Ravens pretty much have a pretty easy schedule. Fortunately, you have to go against my Giants. And then the Bengals, who who knows, may not be that easy. But, yeah, they're going to have to, they're going to have to do better on offense, man, because, again, they just did not look they just the offense just looks not good they just don't have anything exciting about them and you know they're lucky to go against a team like New England that has no offense you know again we saw last week when they went up against the Chiefs you know they did the thing early on and then cannot keep up and that's just what's going to happen when you keep going against these good offenses you know that's why I said against the Raiders they may have some trouble the Raiders actually come out to play you know the really explosive offense that they have and actually you know kind of do some a decent job on defense they're gonna have a tough time and then of course they have the Bills if the Bills are not resting their starters they're gonna have a hard time so we'll see what happens hopefully they can make some stuff put some stuff together for these next two weeks but I think there's a pretty good chance they miss the playoffs here but still, still, Dolphins fans should be happy. They had a pretty exciting season and actually look like they're going somewhere. Unlike the Jets. <coughs> All right, coming up next, we have the Bears and the Vikings. I'm going to try to speed these up a little because it is almost an hour. But yeah, uh, Bears are playing really good offense out of nowhere. And it's just like, what the hell, man? Like, what the actual hell? I hate Mitch Trubisky so much because <laughs> he's really going to come out here and start playing great offense 
and now they're going to be forced to have to resign him because he's been playing well. And then we're going to go full circle again. We're going to get the old Mitch, Mitch Trubisky back. This play is terrible. And then the Bears fans are going to realize they made a big fucking mistake again. Like, will they realize this? I don't I don't know. I mean, regardless of how well Mitch Trubisky has been playing, you know, it's just, you still have to wonder if he'll ever revert back to Mitch Trubisky. And if he does, like, you know, you probably need to bring in somebody else. Just, you probably need to draft a quarterback or something. You need to, or grab somebody in free agency. You need, that's not Nick Foles. You need to actually have somebody that has, is pretty good, you feel me? Because you never know when this guy will revert back. And, you know, there's a good chance he does. You know, he hasn't played really crazy teams in the last few weeks. I mean, he has gone against some poor defenses. Lions, Texans, you know, Vikings, you know. You know, like, put him up against uh, you know, the Saints. Put him up against the Rams. Put him up against uh, the football team, I guess. You know, like, and see if we get old Trubisky back. But, you know, that's not the way the schedule is coming out in the last two weeks. I mean, they do have the Packers, but good chance Packers probably clinch the first seed by then. Maybe, maybe not. It really depends. If they have clinched the first seed, I mean, they're probably sitting their starters, which probably gives the Bears an easy win and, you know, probably means Trubisky's gonna be here for another year. You know, it's just... I don't know what to say. Also, his defense regressed pretty bad. It's kind of uh, upsetting to see. But another thing is, David Montgomery, man. I'm so excited to see this man go off. Like, I knew, it, I always felt he had a potential when I was when he started his rookie season last year. I was like, man, I feel like this dude has potential, but this Bears team is just not getting it out of him, and they're starting to get it out of him. And I'm so excited. Like, I really know, I really feel like this dude can ball, and he's starting to ball, and <laughs> they could get a good quarterback. They could probably actually have a pretty damn good team next season. Uh, they probably should bring Allen Robinson back. Now, personally, I don't want them to bring him back because I want him to go to either the Giants or the Jets. But, or the Ravens. But, you know, I mean, the team's starting to play well. They probably have a, Robinson's probably going to, you know, maybe want to, you know, take, take another run at it. We'll see what happens, but. Yeah, I mean, Bears are actually looking like they're not who we thought they were. And, uh, you know, it's we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> we'll see what happens. As for the Vikings, uh, uh, like I said earlier before, I mean, the Vikings were who they were. Like, I never thought they were a bad team. You know, they I've, I said when we were going through our predictions, I'm like, the Vikings are going to start off slow because they just had a pretty tough schedule <clears throat> and you know I knew you knew his offense was going to bleed with Dalvin Cook you know Adam Thielen there I was also said Justin Jefferson was going to be pretty much a easy switch up with Stefan Diggs and he's been exactly that you know I know offensively this team is going to be alright and we also know defensively they're going to fucking suck because they just the secondary is just too young and you know, especially losing Daniel Hunter and at least lose Eric Kendricks. It's like, man, this 
defense is just not good. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, the Eric Kendricks injury and stuff like that is just kind of happening. It happened at a pretty bad point whenever starter thought to make a playoff push. I mean, it's, it's all but gone now. I was going to look forward to next season, but uh, I think this team, you know, they just they just need a couple pieces of their own defense. They're going to get Daniel Hunter back. They're going to get Eric Andrews back. Uh, they're probably going to find some stud edge rusher or linebacker or corner or whatever in draft and bring that defense up a bit and now bring themselves back to relevance come next season. Uh, a lot of people are talking about getting rid of Mike Zimmer. Why would you want to get rid of Mike Zimmer? He's an excellent coach. He's... I mean, this team started off one and five, and look at where they at now. <laughs> Don't get rid of Mike Zimmer. Don't do that. He is a good coach, and you know he just has a young defense. You can't blame the man. Like they're they're young and inexperienced. They're gonna be bad, but they're gonna give them some time to grow. They're going to be good. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the Seahawks and the football team. Uh, yeah, not much to say about this game either. I mean, it's it's kind of what you expected. You knew the Seahawks' offense was going to do pretty well. Although I'd say, uh, you know, they're going up against the Washington Football def- defense, so you know they weren't going to be super explosive like they have been uh, in this other parts of the season. Russell Wilson came kind of came more of a game manager role here. But I mean, they ran the football pretty well. They are were, they played tough defense. You now Washington has almost no offense at all. So especially with Dwayne Haskins out there, it's, it was just what it is. The Seahawks they just played a clean game for the most part. You know, Russ threw that pick, but you know it was more just an unlucky break on their part. They had tipped in the air. Honestly, if not for that pick, then I don't think this game gets as close as it is as it is because that kind of let Washington drive down the field and score and Seahawks were getting very close to field goal range so this game probably wouldn't be as close if not for that but yeah I mean not to worry about the Seahawks we know the football team's defense is tough uh, as for the football team uh, you, you kind of got a little concern here uh, they'll probably still win the division because they have uh, pretty, you know, pretty good chance of beating the Panthers coming up. You know, the Panthers uh, are not a very good team. You know, uh, the offense can struggle if going up against good defenses, and this is a good defense. Most likely, that game gets won through their defense. And once they win that game, they basically win the division because, you know, even if the Giants manage to beat the Ravens, which I don't personally think is happening all they gotta do is beat the Eagles which I mean Eagles aren't really an easy win anymore but either way I think it's pretty safe to say that they're gonna win a division just cause of the defense but man they are almost certainly not winning a playoff game uh, I mean probably any NFC East team that makes it in is not winning a playoff game but we say that and we all know these are uh, 7-9 teams that made it in Managed to win a playoff game, so <laughs> now that's probably going to be what happens here. They're going to shock somebody just in that wild card round and then lose in the divisional. Yeah, now we're staying on the football team. 
you probably have more hope for them if they had Alex Smith, but unfortunately they don't. And uh, yeah, Haskins is out there getting his freak on the strip clubs without masks. They almost certainly should draft the quarterback. Uh, most definitely, if they can. Because uh, if they win a division, well, now you're looking at the 19th pick minimum. Not going to find a pretty decent quarterback there unless you want to take a flyer on a guy like Trey Lance, who's probably going to drop that far. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure about this team, man. Like, they have tough defense, but they really got to figure something out about that offense. Yeah, moving on, we got the Eagles and Cardinals. Man, Eagles. Like, dude. Why the hell do they want to come back and start playing good offense, man? It hurts <laughs> to see it. Like, it was so good. I missed the Carson Wentz stage. It was so good just laughing at the Eagles and their struggles. And uh, now they, Jalen Hurts is freaking balling. I'm like, crap. <laughs> like, as Giants fans, we're going to have to go through this stuff again. Like, we finally beat the Eagles after so long. And then now you bring in Jalen Hurts with his balling ball himself and it's like oh uh, man but yeah no this like this Eagles team is playing good football it's kind of frustrating to see but at the same time it's like alright well now <laughs> where do you go from here cause you know we always it was almost certain Doug Peterson was going to be fired it was almost certain that uh you know, they were going to draft a quarterback, or, I mean, it's pretty much certain now that you're going to have to do something with Carson Wentz, but it's like, do you, can you trade him? What team's going to take on that contract? You, you cut him? You're going to take off a huge cap penalty for that. It's like, you can't keep him. There's no point in keeping up, you know, how, how much freaking $60 million or whatever freaking shit he has just sitting on your bench. It's like, man, like, kind of screwed. <laughs> They, you know, everyone left the Jalen Hurts pick, and wow, it actually worked out for them. Who knew that, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, who knew that uh, just having a quarterback that didn't play like trash would be enough to actually make this Eagles team look like we all thought it was going to look like before the season. Now, I mean, they still uh, obviously have some weaknesses here. I mean, while the receiving core has gotten better, it's still not very good. Defenses, you know, a couple of those guys that are getting a little old, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, you know, they're probably gonna want to start looking in some guys to uh, replace those guys soon, as well as uh, obviously get some more O line help because it's just been god awful. And uh, of course, the quarterback room has never been that amazing as well. Uh, overall, I mean, they're actually looking like a pretty good team. Yeah, maybe they could carry this momentum into next season. But you're almost certainly uh, sticking with Hurts at this point. Kind of feel bad for Wentz, but at the same time, you know, that's just what happens. You play bad, you lose your job. Wish, uh, kind of wish some of my own uh, teams would follow that. But unfortunately, we got your young quarterbacks that we got to stick with. Uh, as for the Cardinals, uh, 
you know, this this team was looking really good, and then they started looking bad. Now they're just okay. You know, obviously they won this game, but I don't know if I've been too excited about them. They're probably going to make it to the playoffs, but it's like, will they really be able to do anything? Uh, I don't know. The defense is, you know, giving up. Just, Eagles converted, like, what, like, two-third and 20-pluses? Like, come on, man. That's just ridiculous. You can't. You can't let that happen. They got to figure something out defensively because, again, playoff teams, they're not going to let you get away with stuff like that. Or, you know, like, (laughs) stuff like that would happen to you while the playoff teams actually have good defenses that were able to contain your offense, you know? But we'll see what happens... Yeah, not much to say about the Cardinals. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're probably not getting far. That's just that's just reality of it. This team just lacks. I don't want, like an identity. Like, it's like what do you want, what do you want to do? <laughs> like it's like they want to they want to run the football sometimes, and then sometimes they they're trying to feed whatever they can to Hopkins. Other times they're trying to get Murray on the scrambles as much as they can. The QB runs. Just I don't I don't really know what they're trying to do, and I don't think they're really gonna figure it out before the playoffs. And if they do figure it out, I don't think it'll be enough to really stop any teams because that defense is just not that good. Uh, moving on, the Niners and the Cowboys. Also, not much to say here. Uh, Niners and Cowboys are injured. Cowboys actually might have a chance at the division at this point. Thank you, Giants, for losing two games in a row. And thank you, uh, Niners and Bengals, for letting the Cowboys get back into the race. They were all but lost. And Niners probably... (laughs) If freaking Nick Mullins doesn't throw two picks, they... uh, Or they don't turn the ball over as many times as they do. Cowboys probably don't win this game. But unfortunately, the Niners did, and that's what kind of gave the Cowboys the win, the W here. Because the Niners are injured. They're going to get their guys back next season. They're going to be a tough team. You can never really count a Shanahan team out, especially when he has the right quarterback. You know, if they grab a guy like Zach Wilson, or if they even manage to get Sam Darnold or something, or they gotta, they're got going to have Rosen coming up this week. Good chance, you know, he... He might get a chance to play it. He may, you know, Shanahan may be able to make this guy, turn this guy back into something. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, no. I mean, Niners, they obviously got out of the playoff race. Just, unfortunately, they got hit with a hangover with the Super Bowl, and it was it was a big one. But they'll be back next season. I'm not too worried. Cowboys, also pretty much the same thing. A lot of injuries on the offensive line. A lot of injuries in the quarterback. Obviously losing Dak. But I'm really just concerned about this coaching staff. Uh, not too sure, you know, McCarthy is the answer, but he's here. He's just going to stay. Probably a bad idea. We'll see what happens. And I will say rumors of they might be cutting Zeke. Or I don't know if that's rumors or they're saying that they should. 
I mean, if you think about it, Tony Pollard is giving you the same production for way less money. It's like, yeah, you might want to move on from Zeke <laughs> and his big-ass contract that's probably keeping us from signing somebody that actually would be uh, beneficial to our team and our quarterback, you know. But hey, you know, I'm a Giants fan, so Cowboys keep doing boneheaded stuff and, you know, doing the bonehead stuff to keep yourselves underachieving while us Giants get better, hopefully, and, uh, you know, eventually we uh, own the division. Be nice. Moving on to the Chiefs and the Saints. Man, this was, this was a really good game, but it felt like it should have been a better game. <laughs> you know, Chiefs, like, they obviously were the Chiefs, you know, there's not much to count them out on there, but it's like, they weren't really able to really be the explosive offense they wanted to be, and that was to be expected with this Chiefs, with this uh, Saints defense. But also, like, yeah, I understand they have injuries on the whole line, but man, Patrick Mahomes is getting beat up back there. It was, I've never, I don't think I've seen a game where this man got hit as many times as he did. Like, this, that Saints pass rush was getting through. The QB hits, the pressures, the sacks, they were adding up. I, I, I haven't seen the Chiefs since Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's probably gotten sacked that much in any game. Maybe he has, I don't know. You can check, you can fact check me, but it was, it was pretty insane to see. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm kind of worried about the Saints on offense. Uh, I mean, they legitimately have no had no receivers. Michael Thomas was out. Uh, Har- uh, Dante Harris was out, and then Traycon Swift went out in this game. It's like, yeah, a little bit concerning. Of course, Drew Brees wasn't 100% in this game. Nice to have him back, but, you know, you, you could tell he was pretty limited. And, you know, it was pretty hard for them to get going on offense. And it's like, you, you might be a little worried going into the playoffs here. Yeah, it kind of sucks because, you know, they had they had the momentum going. They just felt like a really good team. And then Breeze gets injured. And then it's like, and then, now they lost two in a row. It's like, freak, man. Uh, you know, I want to see Drew Breeze get, to, get his uh, second ring. I want to see this team, you know, make it to a Super Bowl. But I feel like they just, they have a, a pretty long road. And a lot of blocks in their way, and I just I'm not sure if they could get it done. I'm not sure unless some something turns around like really quick because playoffs playoffs are in three weeks, man. And you, you got a Drew Brees with cracked ribs and a Michael Thomas with messed up ankle. You know, it's concerning. But you know, the Saints are the Saints. They're always going to be a tough team to face Sean Payton's gonna figure figure things out and uh, yeah one thing is just they also they gotta get Kamara going he's he started off really strong and then they've kind of just slowed down his his uh, receptions and his carries it's kind of slowed down a bit you know that they think they really need to kind of get him back into the game plan and really try to get this man the ball and let him do his thing because when they had, when they're able to do that then this team looks pretty damn good. Man, not much to say on both of these teams' fronts. They're both going to be in the playoffs. They're both going to be tough outs uh, any given week. 
uh, Chiefs probably still going going to be the Super Bowl pick unless something proves me otherwise. But uh, moving on, we have the Browns versus the Giants. <sighs> Again, not much to say with this game except Browns' offense is looking really, really damn good. This Baker Mayfield was, dare I say, cooking in that game. <laughs> he looked like the Baker he was. Like, sheesh. The passes, you just, you just see the zip on his arm. It just looks so fluid and so clean out there. That was, that was the best, like, Baker Mayfield against the Titans and Baker Mayfield... Baker Mayfield against the Titans, Baker Mayfield in like the final like quarter of the Ravens game, and Baker Mayfield in this game. They've just that was the best I've seen. That's probably some of the best quarterback play I've seen all year long. And just, <laughs> like I never thought it'd be coming from Baker Mayfield, man. You know, like I I want it was fun to show him this guy when he came out. That's over. <laughs> we can't we can't make fun of Baker Mayfield no more. We can't make fun of the Browns no more. It's over. This team is good. <laughs> Browns are a good team. And they gotta be another tough one. Like I said, this AFC is ridiculous. Now it's for the Giants. Uh lots of concern here. You know, they, they managed to you know they did have their injuries. Obviously, Dan Jones not being in. And uh, James Bradbury was on the COVID list, and Darnay Holmes was out. You know, but like man, they just, they just did not. They just were not able to keep up. You know, and it's, it's really upsetting from a team that you know was on that win streak, had some promise, was looking pretty good, and then just came two weeks, two weeks in a row, just duds on offense, man. And you know, obviously, you know, the score is what it is, six. 20 to 6, you know, they had three red zone trips that resulted in absolutely nothing. You know, if to say they uh, actually, well, no, they had three, they had two red zone trips that resulted in nothing, one of them resulted in a field goal. But if to say they get touchdowns on all three of those trips, I mean, you're looking at a much closer game, you're looking at a I mean, you're looking at that them winning the game, you know? But, you know, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, this this team's missing a lot of weapons. Obviously, Barkley being out for the year and Daniel Jones being out. But, you know, it's it's, just, it's, it's like, dude, well, Daniel's just being in that game. Like, does that, does that change anything? Like, do they manage to put the ball in the end zone? Just, you have receivers dropping passes. You have just some miscommunication trying to throw the football in the end zone and you know I'm just not sure but uh, one thing we do know is good chance at this point they're not winning the division probably getting a top 10 draft pick you know definitely need to kind of get some help on this offense I personally think Devontae Smith would be a nice addition but sometimes I gotta worry like is Daniel Jones the answer is he because I feel like the inconsistency is just there. And he has this games where he just does these plays. And it's just, oh, it's so amazing. Then you just have the, the games where it's like, dude. Like, why is your awareness at zero? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. 
this Giants team anymore. Defense is solid. You know, they, they just need like a good pass rusher and probably a CB2 and maybe a little bit better in the linebacker core. And, you know, they're probably the best defense in the NFL. But, you know, maybe not get all that one offseason. But, you know, they just got to add a couple more pieces there. And the defense will be solid. Just we really need to get this offense going to really be a competitive football team. Because, hey, fortunately, it's a, it's a passing week. And if you can't pass the football, you're not going to win games. Unless you play a really tough defense and manage to get a run game, which they did against the Seahawks, but uh, you're not going to get that with every team. And now for the final game here, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals, man. Uh, uh, Yeah, like I said, I tweeted this out, but the Jets are they're starting a renaissance. They started a renaissance, man. They have trash teams out here playing their best and winning against playoff teams. Like at week 16, I think everyone should make an underdog bet. It's going to be the all underdogs are going in. The Jets started a renaissance, man. The Giants are going to beat the Bears. The Giants are going to beat the Ravens. The Jets are going to beat the Browns. Bengals are going to beat the Texans. Uh, the Falcons are going to beat uh, the Chiefs. It's going to be the underdog week because the Jets started it. No, but in all seriousness, Pittsburgh, I do think they need to be concerned. You should be concerned, definitely. This offense is god awful. Uh, but I do have confidence that they will turn it around. I mean, like, you, we've seen earlier in the season, I mean, you know, they've had their, they have had, they've had their games where they look pretty damn good on offense. They were able to get the ball out to their weapons. They were making plays. Juju was making plays. Claypool was making plays. Down to Johnson was making plays, you know. Ben was putting the ball where he needed to be. You know, I think they just kind of need to regroup, talk a bit, get themselves back together. Juju needs to stop dancing on logos, and, you know, they're going to start being a good football team. <laughs> Uh, but you know it's just is it enough to win the playoffs I, 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 don't, I don't think so you know you know they have the injuries on defense as well the defense hasn't been you know what it was at some point in the season where they were just you know just literally destroying guys I mean they're still going to play tough defense they're still going to get their sacks they're still going to you know, tackles for loss, they're going to be all up in the backfield, but you don't have Bud to be there, you don't have Devin Bush there, you know, it's, your, your linebacker core is thin, and you're playing with uh, slow-ass Avery Williamson, Avery Williamson, and putting a safety in a linebacker, it's, a, you know, it's going it's to be tough to win, to, you know, kind of get in your gaps for the run, and, you know, cover some receivers, and and nickel, you know. So uh, I mean, they're gonna have to obviously have to figure some things out. I like I said, I think they bounce back. I think they look a little better coming up against the Colts this week. And again, the Steelers are have been a team all season to play down to their opponents, except for a few off occasions, but. 
you know, they're going to play up, play down to their opponents. They're going to play up to their opponents. So it should be, a, a, I think there'll be a competitive game in the Colts. I think there's a chance they may actually take it because I don't think this team is going to sit here and lose three and four in a row. But man, like you, there is some grounds for concern here. And uh, hey, what can I say? They were, they were 11 and 0. Everybody was like, this is the best team in football. Now, Steelers fans were like, this is the best team in football. And then we're all like, I mean, y'all are undefeated, yes, but you've kind of squeaked by a couple wins, you know. Well, no, we're the best team in football, you know. No, no, it's okay. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, winning is a win. Well, <laughs> look at y'all now. Uh, we we all kind of, we said it. Y'all didn't look at your team's flaws, and, and now they're starting to show, so. Uh, as for the Bengals, congratulations. You know, uh, this, you know, it's probably a damn good win for Cincinnati. They pretty much get stomped by Pittsburgh every year. So, uh, you know, it's got to feel pretty good. You know, you get a win. You still got a top draft pick. It's pretty nice. Uh, not much to say here. The Bengals did look pretty good on defense, but, I mean, when you're playing a Pittsburgh offense that turns the ball over three times, you know, it's like, okay. I mean, offensively, they, they just had a nice game plan. They did what they need to do. Ryan Finley did what he needed to do. Obviously, you know, Joe Burrow's going to be the starter regardless. You're not starting running for them. You know, so, uh, congrats to them. Congrats to the city of Cincinnati. Uh, can we for next season when you finally decide to put an O-line behind Joe Burrow and, uh, Maybe y'all guys are actually a decent football team. So, yeah. That is going to be all of the games. That is the Week 15 recap. Uh, I'm going to try to get these out. Just because we need to kind of get some more recordings out there. Uh, I think this basketball season started. So, try to maybe get something up in there. Get D back up on this. Let's get this thing running. Because, man, I've just been wanting to talk sports. And I'm just like, no, I don't just come up here and talk this freaking podcast that I that we freaking have that we're not doing anything with so I'm here we're talking I've been talking for quite a lot my voice hurts so you lovely people have a very nice evening get ready for a very very nice looking week 16 where we're gonna see teams starting to clinch playoff positions we're gonna start getting closer to the seedings closer to figuring out the draft and man this draft is gonna be a great one because all my teams are pretty much <laughs> out of it. So, you know, that's all I got to look forward to. But yeah, take it easy, guys. Stay healthy, stay safe, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye-bye.